When you start with this red wave bullshit, all you do is energize that base. When you're saying we're going to sweep, we're going to sweep, we're going to sweep it, all that does is put our side to sleep and energizes their side. We need to handle every election like we're 20 points down. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. I got the flu. Jim came back to Nashville <laughs> with monkeypox. I did. Not monkeypox. And I took two COVID tests. It's not COVID. Because it's monkeypox. Did you take a monkeypox test? <laughs> no, but I don't have I don't have sores all over my body. Not yet. <laughs> no, no. I, I am uh I am ninety nine point nine percent sure it was the flu. Today's my first. The flu's making a comeback, and it's making a big uh, comeback. Well, right? and I, I sent you the uh, graphic from CDC showing flu outbreaks around the country. Yeah. Because when I was sick, I was like, God, I wonder. It seems early, right? It's only November. Like, why would the flu be ravaging some area? I look at Tennessee, and it is purple, which well, is the highest level of transmission possible. So you were down in Tennessee? I was. I was down in Nashville. Oh, a little impromptu trip that came up fast. Well, you were invited and you chose not to go. Yeah, so I got life. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, I was down there for the CMAs. Uh-huh. I was 50 yeah. feet away from the second stage. You were down there for flu season as well. I was down there for <laughs> flu season. So, yeah. Good time? Uh, we were, oh, it was the best time. And we were supposed to be in studio or we tried to get in here yesterday and that just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Today I'm symptom free minus a little cough. Mm-hmm. A little cough, so our editors may be... Uh, a little busy. Doing a little extra work. A little busy. <laughs> I, uh, hopefully you can't hear my wheeze. <laughs> I'm fine, though. I'm fine, though. Might die, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's bronchitis now. But I brought back some Kentucky uh, bourbon, some Fern Creek, it's called. Mm. Um, have you tried it yet? I have. Took me a little swig. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. 100 proof. So, it's got that 100 proof tart to it. I really don't want this because I don't feel like drinking. I don't feel like eating. I just, ugh, I just feel gross right now. But we were talking, this is going to go one of two ways. This is going to cure me mm-hmm. or it's going to hurt me. That's right. There's really not going to be any middle ground. Mm-hmm. I only got a little bit here, so I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. It is good though. What do you think? I like it. It's got a, it's got a kick to it. It'll warm you up. It's hundred yeah. proof. Yep. But I tell you what, it's, it's funny how that hundred proof has a kick and then you drink that freaking gut penny and it's, it's just as sharp <laughs> i uh i bought it for the label okay pretty label fern creek never heard of it before mm-hmm. didn't do my research on it just bought it good stuff while you were in nashville you texted me and you said hey uh will you send me results as the night's going on and who's winning what in ohio because i'm busy yeah <laughs> like and everything in my heart was like maybe i should just ignore this text for days you should have <laughs> You should have, because a true friend would not have wanted to ruin my trip the way that did. You should have. It was... The only thing that ruined it was telling you that Fetterman won. You want to get into it? We'll just get straight into it. No, tell me about the after party. What after? Oh, after the CMAs? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So we're down there, and we're down there with this guy, and his, his name's Chip. He's an older guy, and he lives there, right? So there's a bar down there called Legends. I don't um, think I went to Legends when I was there. Down on Broadway. And there was apparently a private party or something going on. We got separated from the main group, right? So Patrick and all those guys, they, they tried to get in there, but they were denied, right? Private party. Nope, can't do it. So they went on down to Whiskey Bent. Well, we didn't know that. Chip's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Follow me. So we walked right down the wrong way on the red carpet. And we get up to the door 
and there's some girl there and he taps her on the shoulder. He's like, Hey, what's going on, honey? We're coming in. And she looks at him and she's like, okay. She taps the big guy. Who's the bouncer. She's like, they're fine. We step over the red rope and we're in dude. It's my guy right there. He knows what's going on. I'm looking around. I'm like, dude, you just got to act like you belong. right?" Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? So yeah, we're in there. This great band playing. Well, then we realized that those other guys didn't get in. Everybody's down at Whiskey Bent. So we are in there. This is like the most sought after bar on Broadway at that point, right? <laughs> We're in there for two minutes and we walk out. People are looking at us. Chip's like, this sucks. And we walk right out. Like we, he, no fucks given, dude. We didn't even care. We just got into the best bar down there in Nashville. And we're just like, nah, we're out. This is horrible. But the guy lives there. He lives downtown. Yeah. He knows everybody. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. I did. I felt like a good fella. I'm walking down the sidewalk, just wait for somebody to get in his way so we could curb stomp him. <laughs> I mean, we never did. Did you see the Broadway drummer down there, the guy that had the drum set on the street? I did not. I played that drum set. I did not. Took video of it, and then this lady, like, as they're videoing me playing the drums, this lady just face plants. Oh, yeah? Straight face plants. And <laughs> Lauren was like, I caught her. I, I helped her. I, I don't think she, it was that bad. And then we rewatched the video, and it was like, she face planted. <laughs> it was so bad. So did you watch the CMAs at all? We watched uh, most of it. One of our shows was on, so we jumped to the show. I think it was Quantum Leap. Did- <laughs> <laughs> right after different strokes. When they opened the show up, did you see Zeb get up there? No. The clogger? No, but... I saw that he was on Twitter and then I, and then I saw he was on stage and I was, we missed it during the show, but I was like, Oh, they got his ass. Yeah. And I knew who he was. Cause I watched the internet. Lauren had no idea. Dude, uh, yeah. I, I watch his videos all the time. So he gets up there. So we're down there at whiskey bent. Who comes walking up? Zeb. So got to meet him. Got her picture with him. It was pretty cool. And he changed. He wasn't in the same outfit that he was on stage. No, with, which no, he no. showed He would have been recognized more had he still been in all that. Nah, uh, I don't know, dude. He was, they, they mobbed him. Wow. Yeah. He was, he was a celebrity down there. Did he have to do any more of the moves or? No, I don't. Well, if he did, I didn't. I mean, we just talked to him for a little bit and got her picture and we had it on, but yeah, I don't know. He's <laughs> like, being Zeb's cool. It just doesn't pay much. <laughs> I bet. Well, his wife was down there with him and mm-hmm. she looked excited about the whole thing. So. Sure. Sure. Although Zeb just got invited to the CMAs to be on stage. So yeah, things are apparently going well for him. How'd those two do hosting? It was, uh, yeah, it was Peyton, Peyton and, uh, and Luke Bryant. And Luke, was Luke Bryant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I well, always get my country stars mixed up. I don't follow it enough. Peyton was fantastic because all he did was make fun of his brother the whole night. It was <laughs> great. Know that's easy. It was great, dude. No, it, you know what, man? The whole show, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. If you're a country fan, you've probably heard the song Wait in the Truck. Uh, about the, the guy finds the girl who got beat up on the side of the road, asks her where the guy is that did this, tells her to wait in the truck. He goes in there and he kills the guy, right? Talks about how he didn't try to run. He just smoked one of the guy's cigarettes waiting for the cops to come. And when they did that, it was Laney Wilson and Hardy. They opened up that that stage, that curtain. And dude, it was unbelievable. Like you could have, you could have, it looked like from your pictures, you could have threw like a wadded up piece of paper at him. Uh, I probably, I wasn't that close to the main stage. Wadded up piece of paper would have landed like on uh, Chris Stapleton's table or something, (laughs) you know, but, but they had a double wide trailer up there. They had a pickup truck, they had fog going. It was unbelievable. Songs over, songs over 20 seconds later, stage is empty. Just crazy how they, I mean, and it went off without a hitch. Wow. It was nuts. Yeah, we had uh, Cole Swindell and L. King both right in front of us, 50 feet. Mm-hmm. 50 feet from us. 
I could have wadded a piece of paper, whacked her right in the face. <laughs> I didn't, but I mean, I could have. No, it was, it was a fantastic, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to, if I'm allowed to say where I got the tickets or not, because it, it goes back and forth. We're mm-hmm. supposed to say hey, it was just friends, but it, it was friends. Mm-hmm. It was great friends that got us the tickets, and I could not be more appreciative. I would not have ever been able to do this. Did you guys do a dinner beforehand? Uh, no, we actually didn't eat at all. I mean, we were oh, so bad, busy. bad, bad, um, bad idea. Well, no, no. And I didn't drink beforehand Oh, because we were on the floor. They were right there by that second stage. We're in camera view all the time and you only get three to five minutes for the commercials. That was it. So you could try to get up and go to the bathroom, but if you don't make it back in time, now you're sitting out until the next commercial break. You can't come and go because you're, you're live. Wow. Right. So I didn't eat. I didn't drink. I just, I mean, I was parched. My tongue is all getting thick. Um, but but I you're in the moment. Didn't right? have to pee, dude. Nice. Never got up. Nice. So during we started drinking a little bit. Yeah. Chip didn't care. He's like, look, I'll miss it. I'm going to get us drinks. So he would go out to get <laughs> drinks. And then <laughs> then he would he'd be out for like until the next commercial break. And he'd come in with like nine glasses stuck in his fingers. Um, <laughs> That's where you got the flu. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably. I should. Yeah. Probably Chip's flu fingers. <laughs> Dude, listen, man, those those bars down there, it was yeah. just packed. Yeah, there we was, were down there. Who knows where I got we it? We were down there February of 20, right before they shut everything down for COVID. We had a great time. Everyone knew COVID was in the air, kind of. It was popping up on the West Coast at that time. And one of my buddies, Nick, man, he he just fell off the, the truck and he was like, I can't, I can't go out today, guys. And he was down for a good 18 hours, had to go, you know, so he probably caught it. And that was from down there? Yeah, that was almost, you know, but he was flying in from somewhere else. So he was, you know, for business. So he was, you know, traveling a little bit. I think I got another buddy, man, not too long ago. He just went down to Tennessee, went down to Nashville, came back, COVID. Yeah. Nashville's a hot spot for getting sick, I guess. Well, it's just a bunch of people coming from a bunch of different places. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, I hang out with the same people almost every time, almost every day. So we got the stuff that we got, and we just keep passing that along. So we're fine. But you get, you know, it's like what we did to the Indians in Cleveland. <laughs> you mean the Guardians? We're not. No, allowed. I mean the smallpox tribe. Yeah, we're not allowed to say Indians anymore. That's what we did to the Guardians. <laughs> That's not when it. We, when we took over the the country. But anyway, my buddy Nick was was down. I mean, I got this awesome picture of him the next morning when we were doing uh, Bloody Marys, and his heads and his hands on the table. And I still use it to this day to send it to him when like. When, it, so when I'm feeling like shit from like a hard night of drinking or if we partied together, I'm like feeling like this today. And he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I was like that the next day, but it wasn't because I was sick. I didn't get sick until the way home. And the way home, I'm driving and just every now and then I went, <clears throat> but convinced oh, myself, cool. I'm like, I'm not getting sick. Little That's tickles, just, little tickles. Yeah, I'm just like, ah, it's nothing, you know. <clears throat> I'm good. No worries. <clears throat> but no, no. Yeah. Well, it was the plague. I didn't know it. But that plague. That next day, <laughs> the next day after the CMAs, man, somebody asked Patrick. They said, "How much did you guys? How much did you drink last night?" And most people would say, "I don't know, like four or five, right?" Patrick's like, "I don't fucking know, like 14. Yeah, you that, went deep. Yeah, that's how it was all night, man. It, and we closed down Whiskey Ben. It was crazy. God, it was the best time, though. Best time. Anyway, how was your week, Dan? Oh, it was my week. It was kind of kind of low and slow. I did some things and. Watch this election for you. Um, <laughs> Dude, well, you know what, though? It couldn't have been a worse week for me to go. Um, I would have loved to have been live, which, by the way, I only have seven days left till I can go live. 
I would have loved to, but I was gone. And you know what? I just, man, I was watching. I was getting mad while I was watching it, but, but now I'm back and now I'm really mad. And I think it is important to recognize I am not an election denier. All right. With that, I do believe that there was some fuckery going on and we'll talk about that. Oh, I told you there was going to be some fuckery. Well, there was some fuckery going on, but listen, not enough, not enough fuckery that we have record high inflation, gas prices through the roof, about to go even more through the roof now, now that the election's over. Don't forget about that border. Border wide open, right? Crime is running rampant and people would rather have the Democrats in control than Republicans. The Republicans, Allegedly. the Republicans did a horrible job. Whatever they're doing needs to change. This should have been, but we cautioned on it about the red wave stuff. But the polls were there too, though. The polls well, said it was going to be. But, you know, I think when you start with this red wave bullshit, all you do is energize that base, right? When you're saying we're going to sweep, we're going to sweep, we're going to sweep it. All that does is put our side to sleep and energizes their side. We need to handle every election like we're 20 points down. Yeah. 20 points down every single time because this is what happened. This wasn't a red wave. The only waving being done was, was us waving goodbye to the majority. That was it, right? They kept the Senate and it looks like we're going to get the house, which is good. Thank God. Thank God. We at least got something and that's not even official yet. You know, you see that the newspaper articles are saying, Hey, it's going to take a miracle for the Democrats to, to keep control of the house. I'm like, bitch, they're in the business of miracles. Don't count them out yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't count them out yet. You know, when you say it's going to take a miracle, you know what's coming next. A fucking miracle. And what the fuck is up with Arizona again? Well, let's start with it, right? We just got the news uh, within the past day that Carrie Lake is not going to win. She's going to end up losing by 18,551 votes. That means 1.270 million for her opponent and 1.25 million for Carrie Lake. So that's a difference of 18,551 votes. So you mean it like Carrie Lake came there and said, if you vote me in, I'm going to declare an emergency on the border. We're going to try to seal this up. And the people were like, nah, fam, I'm good. And Mark Kelly, Mark Kelly wins the Senator there. He takes a Senate seat there. Democrat. Oh, he did. I didn't even look up Mark Kelly. Oh yeah. Place. No, no. He took the Senate seat there. Hmm. Was there fuckery there? Too? So, well, I'm sure Kyle Becker on Twitter says, how red was Arizona in 2022 GOP beat Dems in house races by 6% GOP takes six of nine house seats, flip two seats. GOP takes 16 of 28 state Senate seats. Ye, the treasurer outperforms Lake by 5% masters by 9% Hobbs Democrat takes governor Kelly Democrat takes Senator. Make it make sense. Hmm. So the entire state is voting red, 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 all the the way down the line. Till the top of the ticket. And you're telling me that all of a sudden they vote red the whole ticket and they're like, you know what? Nah, think I'm going to vote Democrat for this, uh, for this governor. That's where the fuckery is. And no way, no way. And I, listen, I'm not an election denier, but I think there's fuckery. Because you know where you didn't see that? In Florida. No, yeah. Absolutely not. In Ohio. How about Charlie Crist, uh, what, a couple months ago, right? Saying that he and his wife were going to make sure that Ron DeSantis was a one-term governor. Did you see that tweet? <laughs> yeah, they were like, we're going to make sure he's a one-term governor. We're coming to save you, Florida. And yeah, gets his ass kicked. 
I don't know, man. I, I get I, what you're what you're saying for what he says makes sense, right? That there's no way these guys got in the booth was like check 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 and not you. But it's not even just them. You look nationwide. You look nationwide at how they're voting for the house. It is just red, 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 red everywhere. And then all of a sudden for the Senate, they're like, meh, you know what? We're going to give it to the Dems. It doesn't make sense. I was hearing some fuckery about how the Republicans, Mitch McConnell himself, old too turtly for the Turtle Club, took money away from Blake Masters when he could have had an extra $5 million. I heard some people say that they took money away from him which could have helped. I don't think it's going to change the fact that Mark Kelly got 1.3 million and Blake Masters got 1.1. And I don't know what both of them were running on. Well, okay. So you want to talk about money? Let's talk about Fetterman. This fucking tub of goo, right? Who's half brain dead. I loved him in men in black. And, and, uh, and I, <laughs> I, dude, did you see that picture of him after he won wearing that ratty ass Goodwill sweatshirt? <laughs> Did you see that? No. This is our guy now, right? No. But you can't... Oh, you got to look it up. Yeah, he's in like some Goodwill-looking blue sweatshirt. I mean, he looks like a homeless guy. 2.7 million people. 2.713 million people. No way. You know what? That doesn't even account for their hatred of Donald Trump. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It does not account for that. There is no way that Pennsylvania is that stupid. No way. Look, (laughs) Oz ain't my guy, but I'll take Oz over this guy, over Fetterman. Right. There is no way. Shout out to the Libertarian that got 72,000 votes in that race. Yeah, well, did you see the Babylon Bee? No. With with Katie Hobbs? No. It says, hey, congratulations, Katie Hobbs just won with 108% of the precincts reporting. <laughs> That's a good one. So we got Steve Hayes just called in. If you remember, we did Steve Hayes. Uh, he was running uh, for uh, school district, uh, school board down there in Casa Grande. And, and he ruined our perfect He ruined run. our perfect streak. He ruined our perfect streak of everybody we've having on here as not getting elected. So uh, it's my understanding, Steve, you did pretty well, didn't you? 12,670 votes from what I read. Um, that was the previous drop. They just did another drop earlier today. And of course I uh, now up to, and, and, uh, and now you lost 12,903. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Did, did another drop today. And now he's down to 4,952. <laughs> right. Was the Babylon B right? Is there 108% of the precincts reporting? <laughs> Babylon B says that Katie Hobbs won with 108% of the precincts <laughs> reporting. If, if, if the Babylon B says it, then it must be true. <laughs> so what has to be, what has to change out there for this not to be election week, election season? I think what needs to, what needs to start is they need to get rid of this uh, mail in early, early voting business. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Uh, that's the because thing. That's if right. You, if you are, big, if you are older than three years old, you're old enough to remember when we got the election results the night right. of the election. But now right. all of a sudden we're and expected it, to just, and we are, we're eating it up like, oh, this is the new normal. This is normal. It's not right. normal. This is not what we do. And it only helps no. one side. And in Arizona, the, the, there's a law that goes along with it that we must have uh, signature verification. And so each and every one of those ballots that comes in, so you're, you're, you're talking about the ones that folks mailed in, but then also uh, they brought in a boatload of ballots, uh, election that people got in the 
bags because of everything that was going on, they didn't want to mail them in. So you could hand drop them on election day. And so people did that, but those signatures still need to be verified because that's what the law says. Which, which I think is important. You got to right. verify those signatures, right. but even, but, in, but, the, but even but in my voting place, when I, if I didn't have my ID and I tried to give them my signature on this new pad, they have the signature that I made when I was 18 is not the same signature I have now. And I apologize. Right. Every time I go there and show them my ID, they know it's me. I do my shorthand autograph now instead of the long form like that one was. And I'm just like, Hey, it's me though. So if they had to match that, they'd be like, this ain't the same dude. So I, I get that. I can live with that. The, the thing is, is Carrie Lake thought that these drop-off ballots were going to lean more Republican because these people didn't trust the system and wanted to drop it off that day instead of letting it sit in a warehouse somewhere and be fuckeried with. But she was wrong. It was just all the people that love mail-in ballots. They probably dropped it off while they, while they went and voted again, <laughs> in my opinion. And then that, but that, you, if you notice, it's it's not some when it comes to that stuff. That's not an issue that's unique just to Arizona. If you if you you, you look at nationwide, a lot of the, the big problems where they just so happen to have these kinds of issues all at the same time are in states that allow for the, the same kind of or similar type of uh, activity. Well, and it always benefits one side, right? Always. Yes. And yep. if it does benefit. The, the candidates that they're saying, oh, look, no, you were, you know what, John Nobody here in, you know, Bumfuck County, South Dakota, he was down, but we counted the mail-in ballots and now he won. But it doesn't matter. Right. The only right. time it helps and somebody in a critical election are Democrats every single time. Yep, every time. And because what do they do is they, they ballot harvest. They go running around finding, you know, gathering all these mail-in ballots and then they tell folks, oh, you know, we'll help you with that. And, well, you know. They not only help them with it, they also help their candidate by, you know, making sure that, you know, they vote for the right, the right people, you see. And not the people on the right. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> vote for the right people, yes. but not the people on the right. <laughs> right. So you've got that element, uh, but then you've also got a lot of what you'd call your rhino, you know, never Trump Republicans. And for whatever reason, you know, they, they'd rather send uh, send the country and the state down into the toilet than, than vote for uh, you know, a candidate who happened to be endorsed by Trump. If you look at the, the, the state offices, the only two people who did not get a Trump endorsement, the Republican candidates who did not get a Trump endorsement, are winning their races. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about that. I mean, I... <sighs> Man, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at on the Donald Trump train anymore. I don't. I uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Let me well, let me here, talk about this tweet real quick. So we got this sure. tweet. This tweet you sent me that says GOP beat Dems. This is in Arizona. GOP beat the Dems in House races by six yep. percent. They took six of nine House seats. Flipped two. Uh, GOP yep. took sixteen of twenty-eight state Senate seats. Ye, the treasurer, outperforms Lake by five percent. Hobbs, Democrat, yep. takes governor. Kelly, Democrat, takes senator. How can that be? How can everybody vote red down the line, and then all of a sudden they get to the two top seats here, and they're like, "Nah, we're going to give it to the Dems." That makes a lot of sense. It makes zero sense, and and a lot of people will want to chalk it up to your Jeff, like you know John McCain, your Arizona Republicans. Um, because, you know, prior to his, his death, you know, McCain kind of ran the show in the Republican Party in the state of Arizona. 
and you, you still got a lot of those people are, who are around. And though I, I guarantee you, a lot of them are going to, will see it as just sticking it to Donald Trump. Like, oh yeah, well, you know, you're going to endorse that. Well, some kind of junior high juvenile immaturity or whatever you want to call it um, is what it is. Cause it's, it, it makes no sense. You're right. That, you can vote down the line like that, and then yet, you know, we'll give your the the governor's seat, the uh, secretary of state, possibly the attorney general. That one's pretty tight. I mean, Abe Hamada is only down by a couple of thousand, but percentage-wise, they're sitting at fifty-fifty. <laughs> and um, and when it shakes out, it's going to be less than one percent. Remember all the episodes I was telling you? I was telling I told you you were crazy. Listen, I apologize. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, so here's the math, right? Carrie Lake lost 50.4% to 49.6%, which is 0.8%. Okay. The runoff race, Warnock versus Walker, 0.9, less than a percent. I called it. They're still counting in Arizona. They're still counting. They're they're, they're not entirely done yet. Well, they're done enough to know know that Lake's not going to get it. Well, yeah, but in theory, there's still there was still enough that was uh, left outstanding um, that she was within range. That if she carried what eighty seven percent, or was it 60? no less than that? I want to say anywhere. Oh, then, then she wouldn't concede. Like well, she's not going to concede, right? Um, and wouldn't you know it? They they have this website on the Secretary of State who's run by. Oh, that's right. It's the. the current candidate so-called governor-elect and that same person her office well her office not her because she hasn't been there like you know she's been there like less than a month's worth of working days in the last uh six months to a year okay um but the website that was listing all the out you know how the estimated number of untabulated ballots for each county and where they were at at the same time, last night that all these, uh, you know, the media types and networks started calling it for Hobbs, just at that same time, that website started crashing, and now it's no longer there. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, the, the the only real means that people had to be able to, to you know, have some kind of eyes on uh, how many you know ballots were left out outstanding statewide just kind of disappeared. Do not so if you go to the pay link, attention so to the man behind the, link, the curtain, right? right. <laughs> you know, so 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 now they can just put whatever they want out there, and and, and who's really going to know? Because there's no tracking, there's no way for you know, the general public really to to see uh, see what's left out there. Steve, before we go on, I just want to make: Are you safe? Are you in a safe place right now? I'm at home in my backyard and it's nice outside. Well, so I, I just, I, if, if anybody remembers when we went from Steve's episode, we talked about the haboobs, which is the huge oh. dust storm that comes in. It sounds like one's <laughs> coming in now. Uh, we can hear it on your phone. So are you safe? I mean, do we need to get you to a safe yeah. place? Yeah, I'm fine. The okay. noise you probably hear in the background is, uh, is I-10 because we're close enough no, to I-10. No, no, it's definitely wind going right over your mic, but whatever. Wow. It's cool. I'm just I, glad I, you're I safe. I just got to... No, it's good. There's I, no I got, place I'm like home. using I'm using my new uh fancy uh you know Bluetooth uh headset that I got for for early birthday. Well, so it, it sounds a, pretty good. It actually like sounds a lot better than you than you did before when you were standing right. in the wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it to do this. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't do it either, buddy. Was, I was like, go around the corner and light your cigarette and cover it up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so what's the feeling there in Arizona right now? I mean, not just um, your circle. I mean, if, what is the honest, if you had to put it out there? I know it's hard because you're, you got your circle and you, you deal with your people, but what's right. the honest feeling out there right now? Fuckery. Are Arizonans mad? Fuckery. Oh, Arizonans? Yeah, I think so. Is it Arizonans? I Arizonians. Well, it, depends, it depends on what side of depends on what side of the coin you're on, right? For for if you're on the, the blue side of the coin, well then you're tickled purple. And tickled um, blue. I would well, I would submit that I you're purple because blue. you know <laughs> his nickname was purple. <laughs> oh yeah. But right. good call. Good call. But also purple state, you know, red blue. Oh, okay. And um, Okay, leave the jokes so to me, Chief. On, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was watching a stand-up comic the other day, and that's what he said. Some guy in the front row, he's like, "Where are you guys from?" or "What's your name?" He's like, "My name's Mark. No last name. This is Lisa." He goes, "Hey, leave the jokes to me, pal. Right? I'll handle the jokes. You answer the questions." <laughs> right. So, so if you're on that side of the coin, then things are looking pretty good. But if you're on the blue side of the coin, you know, not so much because not only you, you look at the state legislature, right. You, but you can also look at the, the national seats. Like they flipped a bunch, uh, uh, national candidates flipped a bunch of, uh, congressional seats in the state of Arizona. Uh, the, as far as I know, um, the Mark Kelly one, they, they didn't get that, but like your, uh, so the house of representatives, a lot of Republicans won those. Well, they did. And it's, right now the news and, and is saying so, that so, it's, it's going to take a miracle, a miracle for the Democrats to win. But right. me and Dan were just talking. So, the Dems are in right. a miracle and business. So, right. And, and so I'm going to keep talking so as long as you say, and so I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. People look at stuff. See, people look at stuff like that. And so statewide, and they look at all those, those races that have that are statewide, impl- you know, implications or a larger bo- demographic body than just your your local elections. They look at that, and then they look at the the governor stuff, the Mark Kelly stuff, the attorney general and secretary of state stuff, and and they look at that, and they're like, you know, like what the hell? How is this even possible? It doesn't right. pass the eye I, test or the sniff test right. or anything. Right. 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 So no matter, no matter what kind these... of math you're doing on this, it ain't two plus two is not equal in four here. And you can right. see it. But you know what? Right. Again, again, this is what we always say, right? If you, you start speaking out against somebody who happens to be black, you're a racist. As soon as you start speaking out on this and saying, hey, look, man, this isn't making sense. Now you're an election denier. You're one of those right wing extremist election deniers. Right. You know when they're going to do some about mail and ballots? When they start affecting the Republican sure. ticket. Sure. Right. 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 The very although, first time the Republicans you know in Ohio take take it because of mail and ballots are going to be like, all right, this is bullshit. Needs to be illegal. No more of this. Everything is in person. Because, well, just think about this, too. The the President of the United States promised all these college students he was going to give them uh, loan relief. And then uh, just a day after the midterms, the judge came out and was like, eh, you can't do that. Exactly. I know what you right. thought you had. That is manipulating an election to me. I'll tell you what else, though, is exciting. And now that the midterms are over. No more commercials on my TV. Yeah, no more text right. messages to my phone. Oh, thank Jesus. No. You know what's exciting? Or signs. It's now or time signs. to replenish the strategic oil reserves. Yeah. Because we're not going to be using that anymore. Right. Right. He doesn't give a shit we're anymore. Have to buy a bunch from Saudis. Right. Mm. Yeah. 
And right. You're going to be paying $6 a gallon. Can he just send Donald Trump over there to negotiate the price at least? No, he can't. I don't know. Because then, then you'd have to admit failure. And you're not going to do that. Well, let's talk about real quick before we go here. Let's talk. Sure. What just happened? Were did, you rolling did a train? Were, did a train you, just stop you, in front of your were house? Were you pushing an oxen? Uh, <laughs> school bus. And the carriage back. School, school bus. There's a school bus stop on the other side of my uh, backyard wall here. So, where, oh God, so, where's, so where's Holly then with her camera oh. making sure that people stop? Oh, dude! All I was picturing, all I was picturing, was like his kids are coming over from school on like an eighteen hundred steam train. It pulls up in front of his house. It's like, no, that was just the air brake. Both my kids are home already. I thought he was pushing back his oxen and his and their wagon, and the wheels were squeaking. All right, so let's talk about your election real quick. Let's talk about. uh, I mean, you got you crushed it, man. You crushed yes. it. Like the word that yes. you were speaking. You don't, even, you, don't even know, you don't even know that many people. <laughs> exactly. You definitely don't know 12,600. You got more votes than anybody that ran for school board. Right. The thing was, is I ran my mouth. And any, anytime oh. I had a, had an opportunity, I, I just got out there and said what I said. And apparently there was a, a got a. There's an, appa- there's an appetite for, for it. Right. Um, I'd go to the board meetings and um, let them hear it so people would hear that. Um, and the, the meetings get, get live streamed, too. So if people weren't there in person, they could, you know, they can live stream and hear what I was going to say. And then um, in the past, I wasn't always a big uh, social media person just in terms of getting into it or popping off, you know, like that, just because it can kind of be a waste of time. But there's a. Uh, you know, things are different now, and there's a, a, a group forum that, that somebody runs here in, in town that a lot of people kind of congregate to and, and exchange information. And I, I use that a lot uh, as well, and just to put my name out there. Well, there you know, and that's, what, that's what we talked about on your episode. That's what people right. want. They don't want this just right. standard milk toast, you know, just boring ass responses. They want somebody who has right. fire. They want somebody who's going to go and advocate for them, for the parents. Right. And when you step up and you're like, look, this is what you're going to get. Understand if you elect me, this is what you're going to get. Right. You're not right. going to get a guy that just goes along to get along. A few weeks before the election, I had a phone call with a lady who was a former, a former district employee. She, she reached out to me and, and wanted to talk to me. I've made no secrets uh, about who who I am, where I'm coming from, just in terms of uh, my approach to life and my philosophies. She defined herself as a California liberal, but yet because uh, she could see that I was uh, being a standing up to be a voice for the students, the parents, and even the the teachers and staff, because the teachers and staff were getting a uh, the short end too. That was enough for her to cast a vote for for this guy who's there's there's no secret or no question that that I'm a, a conservative and constitutionalist, and yet she voted for me. Well, that, yeah, you know what? what I did. And people are sick of it. There, there was yeah. I think it was a tweet right by Betsy DeVos. Did you or DeVos? DeVos? DeVos. Davos. Davos. Yes. Is that? Yep. Anyway, I saw that did one. you see it? Where she? So the, she, well, she it was a response. She yeah. retweeted the. Yeah, she retweeted the the NEA. Yep. Where the that, NEA you know, was the basically NEA. saying, hey, look, we love our students. We know what's best for our students and how to make them thrive. And it goes on and on. Well, she retweets it and she says, what would she say? You misspelled parents. Yeah. Right. All right. 
Yeah. Now I would like you to message her back who, and say Betsy. No, the one who oh. who called him. Right. Uh, message her. I mean, just just so we can run something here, I want you to message her back and say thank you for the support. It means a lot. Um, but did you? Oh sure. Did you vote for Katie Hobbs at the top of the ticket? <laughs> <laughs> or you can send her send her our contact information and we'll ask her. <laughs> Oh, dude! I don't. I would know, almost man. guarantee she. I. W- I would almost guarantee she did. But for whatever reason, when it when it come came down to the local race, when it came down to the local issue, the local issue was important enough for her that uh, she was willing to cast a vote for a conservative. So, what it comes down to is for the local issue, she's willing to vote because it's going to affect her. Right? This is going to affect right. me directly. Yep. But when it affects the whole state, eh, you know what? Y'all can kiss my ass. And maybe there was a lot of that, right. You know, there but, was, there but was when, it, when it affects me, I'm just worried about me, not the collective, mm-hmm. just me. And you know what? I'm going to vote for this conservative. You know why? Because conservative right. values work for me and my family. But I'm going to go right. ahead and vote for the Democrat when it comes to the state level. And that's what's wrong right. with this. If, if yeah, you work for her personally, she should have looked at this. She should have looked at conservative values work for me. I want that for my state, but she didn't. Right. And the thing about Arizona too, is because of the, if, if things end up as they stand now, where the, the desk governor, secretary of state and attorney general, you know, those three offices, but everything else is Republican, including the state legislature. Then it's going to be lame duck for at least the next two years. Right when they they have the legislative elections, sure. Um, and so she's not going to be able to do anything, and and then the Republicans can. I mean, again, like I said earlier, it'll it'll come down to you know they've got the seats for it, but do they have the political will to to, to do it? And so, but you know, if you kind of look at it that way, it's kind of weird that for me that you know I've got somebody like that that locally will vote you know that way for a local school board election. Chances are she probably didn't for, you know, for a state election. So same thing as people from so California moving to, to Texas, right? They moved to Texas because liberal policies to, aren't working for them. So they want the, they right. want to enjoy the conservative they want policies. The freedom of Florida, the yeah. freedom of Texas, but they're still going to vote. Right. They're still going to vote their liberal bullshit in. It's just crazy right. to me, but, but it just goes to show just how important uh, the local level is. Right. It is. And we could not be yeah, happier yeah. that you won, man. Seriously. Um, I mean, hopefully we have thousands like you across this country that won, that, that won their school boards, um, their school board elections because the other, the other Steve who won Steve hunt, he's, uh, just as conservative as I am. He got a little less than me, but, but still a good enough margin and. Look at Steve. Him and Look myself. at Steve. Look at Steve being the alpha dog. He's like, "Hey, man, he's a great dude." I mean, he's not as great as me, but he's he's a pretty great dude. Right. Well, he's old enough to be my father, but um, yeah, well, between, age is just a between the two of us and uh, Mister Wright, who's currently on the, the school board, we'll have three votes to uh, start making uh, an immediate impact. Good. And so come January when we get sworn and we can we can get to work right away. Good deal, brother. All right, man. We got to run. I appreciate you, man. Seriously. No, thank you, guys. Thanks for the. Make sure you uh, get a hold of us. Let us let us know the very first time you talk to the superintendent because I know she is not. Oh, I already did that. I already had a one on one, but I'm sure she's probably a little nervous right now. I bet she is. (laughs) All right, brother. We'll talk soon, man.
All right. All When's right. this drop? Um, Monday. It'll be the next drop. Oh, next one. All yep. right. Well, I'll give it a listen. All right, brother. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. We'll see Later, you. Later, bro. All right. Bye. Later. Bye. Man, I'm telling you, Steve's what's right. Steve's what's right for the yeah, school Yeah, but how's boards. it helping if they're voting locally but not voting at the top no, of the ticket? And that was surprising to me. I mean, Well, it's surprising, but we but you just said there's fuckery going on there, but is there? See, now it's like... Well, mm. I think there is. And you know what? Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Let's talk about Donald Trump. How about that? Let's talk about Donald Trump for a minute. Um, Donald Trump, I, listen, I want to be on the Trump train. I do. I've got a huge problem with his ego now. His people he backed did not do well in this thing, right? There's going to come a point where Donald Trump's going to have to look at this. And if he loves his country as much as he thinks he mm-hmm. does, he's going to have to stop shitting on Ron DeSantis. He's going to have to maybe step aside and say, look, maybe I am not what's best for this country right now. I love his policies. I would love to have him in the White House again. But you know, if you have Donald Trump in the White House, that we are going to be right where we are now. We're going to be voting partisan. We're going to be at each other's throats. It is going to be split 50-50 down the country. It is going to be brother versus brother again, you know? And there's there's going to come a point, man. Now, I understand why people love Donald Trump. I get it. I get it. And I do. I love him for who he is. But when you're talking about the country and when you're talking about what's good for us, He's doing no wrong. I mean, you see how he's running Florida? Buddy, I'm telling you, I am on board. Yeah, but it's bullshit because if he runs, you're not going to vote for Joe Biden's second term over the guy who you don't trust. Who are you going to vote in the primary? Are you going to vote for Ron DeSantis? Are you going to vote for Donald Trump? Yeah. yeah, I'd give it to the big daddy, right? That's You're going to give it to Trump? Yeah. Right now, I'm on the DeSantis train. Sure. Watching Donald Trump attack Ron DeSantis on a day-to-day basis is getting old right for me. after he won getting old for me bro giving him a name yep you cannot it's getting old listen you want to know why Donald Trump won here's why Donald Trump won here's Dave Chappelle Saturday Night Live and I'm watching the news now they're declaring the end of the Trump era now okay I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era I'm, I'm just being honest with you I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I I get it because I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. And across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? You remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged, because I use it. I said, God damn. <laughs> and then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card and chopped a line of cocaine up and did it right into the podium. I don't care what you say. That's funny shit, dude. No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> And then he said, 
if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. No one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. I mean, that is how he won, right? Yeah. He was the first one to pull the curtain back. And throw a wrench. Throw right a wrench in, in it. But here's the problem I have. While I appreciate what he did and pulled the curtain back and showed everybody the shit, he has powerful allies now, right? He talks about wanting to save this country, but his ego is too big to allow other people to come in here and help him. He has to be the savior. He has to be the one to save him. You've got people like Ron DeSantis who are coming in and doing the work. They're doing... Uh, your words, man. They're doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. Right? Ron DeSantis is that guy that's taking states' rights back. He's telling the federal government, we're not doing this. This is how we're running this state. We're not following your bullshit COVID guidelines. And they thrived. He didn't shut his businesses down. And they thrived. He didn't shut the economy down. Did you see the view where the the lady was like, he what he he paraded these people that that committed voter fraud in in front of everybody when they were going to jail? And Hell he, yeah! <laughs> Hell like, yeah! Like it was a bad thing. You know what? Put them bitches in stocks right in front of Disney World. Yeah. Let them know. Let them know that we're not tolerating this shit. Right. So you've got a guy who's doing your work. He loves America as much as you say you do. But then you come out and you say. And this is from Town Hall in an article they had about DeSantis responding to Trump's attacks on him. Trump's lengthy statement began by using his new nickname for DeSantis, for whom he voted in Florida this week, DeSanctimonious, and called him an average Republican governor with great public relations who has the advantage of sunshine. Trump also claimed people from badly run states up north would go to Florida no matter who the governor was, just like I did. There is no reason to be talking about Ron DeSantis that way. And you know what? I know you're going to have your base, and I know people are always going to stick with Donald Trump, but there's a whole lot of folks out there like me that are going to see you attacking him and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you acting like this? Is your ego, are you such an egomaniac that now that you think Ron DeSantis might be a threat, is it really not what's best for the country, but what's best for Donald Trump? They're never going to run together. Why would they? Ron DeSantis has what it takes to be president. Okay, so, if, but if Trump gets the nod during the primary, they still can't run together because they live in the same state. Oh, that's, that's, eh, that's a good point. I don't know if you read this pesky little thing. <laughs> I don't know if you read that <laughs> scrap of paper. No, you're right. You're right. They can't run together. So they're already going to be he moves, enemies. I don't know how this works, right? I mean, he has residences. Did he sell New York? I mean, he he, he has to live down there for tax purposes. You'd heard Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, and is there any doubt in your mind that if Donald Trump got the nod, if he beat DeSantis in the primary, Mm-hmm that Ron DeSantis wouldn't back Donald Trump with everything he has. Is there any doubt in your mind? 
I mean, there's not mine. I think Ron DeSantis wants what's best for this country. Yes, but when a man attacks you personally, when it's not even primary season, how you're how you going to feel about him personally is going to affect how you're going to, you know, are you going to go the extra mile for him? I doubt it. You know, I just think, I, I think Trump uh, sees the writing on the wall. He's already attacking him for what's coming. Now, as we record this, and I want it noted that today is November 15th. It is uh, Tuesday, November 15th. So mm-hmm. this, we're six days out from this thing dropping and Trump's announcement is tonight, yeah. right? Now, don't be surprised because I, people say, oh, I don't know if Donald Trump's going to run. Bullshit, he ain't going to run. Donald Trump is an egomaniac. Well, also thinking about it like this. Maybe he has to run because then all the investigations against him have to stop because these people can't affect an election. Is that true? I don't know if I that's mean, true. Be, I mean, trust me, they've break, they've broken a lot of precedent when it comes to this guy. But normally, they're not trying to affect an election. And if someone's running for president who's already yeah. been a president. I don't know. They can't, you know. It, they're his not, announcement's tonight. Right. And I'm telling you right now, he's announcing he's running. And then the feds are going to slap him in cuffs at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, n- nice press conference, sir. Turn around, put your hands behind your back. Yeah, the right to remain um, silent. Just, I mean, I just Twittered Trump announcement right now. And this person said the Trump announcement is not scaring us Democrats, especially after the red wave was as effective as Rudy Giuliani's hair dye. Fair. <laughs> so. Listen, though, man, it is not just the red wave, right? When the Democrats come out and they say, hey, it's going to be a blue wave, the wave never happens don't buy into the wave bullshit anymore the wave well, never happens well, wait a minute what I, I heard today the number is the next time that the house comes up there's going to be 70 some percent of democrats defending their seats okay so the numbers there would would be more indicative of a red wave as opposed to this time maybe but you know the problem is and you look at the trump uh, who trump supported they got their asses kicked this time. So is that going to be the thing? I mean, it doesn't matter. If Trump is still in the picture, do people hate Donald Trump so much? Yeah. That they're willing to to go against the country. Yeah. Joe Burden's going to get 100 million votes to Donald Trump's 92 million. And it's all going to come man. down to Georgia and right. Arizona. I don't know. And Nevada and Pennsylvania and Michigan. <sighs> Because they're not going to fix the problem. One of my buddies I was talking to, I go, Tell me what the problem is. The problem is, is we don't know on election day who won. Okay. The problem is we don't know. We know. I don't care what the lead is. You don't, you can't know until a week later. When you watch that lead, just dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. When it doesn't happen ever, ever in the states that get it done in a day. Ohio, Florida, Texas. It's all done in a day. There's no time to make. But up I think for the problem ground. goes deeper than that. I don't. I, that is a problem. Hundred percent. That's a problem. I mean, we need to fix the election laws. My best friend said it's not going to happen again. We won't let them do it. We know now what they're doing. And I go, it happened again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it did. I was. I was that person. I would say, look, we already know their game plan. Well, here we are. Same fucking bullshit. But that is part of the problem. But the other problem is the Republican messaging. Yeah. It they're is. like, we're not the other people. That's all they're saying. You know, there were so many, so many Republicans that felt all I have to do is not be a Democrat to win this race. The American people know what the Democrats are doing to this country. All I have to do is not be a Democrat. And that didn't work. It didn't work. 
You can sit back and say, they are such a train wreck that there's, there's no way I can lose. I assure you, my friends, you can. Your messaging is not working. And now what, McCarthy? McCarthy's going to be, you know, I'm, I don't know. Let's, sp- listen, by rule, listen. they're supposed to vote in the beginning of the year to let the new people in that won their races vote for leadership. They didn't do that. They bucked tradition. They voted for him, and it was like 100 and something to 38. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I may have the flu. I may have tuberculosis. I don't know what it is. My time here is short. I don't have time to keep talking about this. I'm in my prime. (laughs) The rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Listen, I I don't know how long I have. I would like to talk about Russia real quick before I die. Okay. Okay. I got got a really good take on this. Okay. Well, today uh, it was announced or reported that Russia had fired two missiles into Poland, which is a NATO country. All right. Now it was only a few miles into the border. So the argument can be made. I don't know. I mean, Russia's technology is not the best, right? Maybe they were aiming for a border town in Ukraine. Shit overflew. Could have been a Stark Industries missile. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Fuck. I don't know, man. We're using an iPhone with Google maps on it for telemetry. And then all of a sudden we landed in Poland. Now I said from the start, that if that's the case, the only thing that heads this off, because there's already emergency. Now, remember, we're six days ahead of it. So by the time you hear this, a whole lot's going to change. It's probably going to come to some resolution by then. But what I was saying was that the only way that, should I? Yes. All right. Maybe just a fucking touch. It's, it's making my tuberculosis feel better. Oh, shit. The only way that we can get out of this right now is for Vladimir Putin to come out and say, hey, look, it was an accident. I acknowledge it happened. I am sorry. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. I didn't mean for those things to fall on your side of the border. We'll compensate the fucking folks, the two guys that got killed, and we'll take care of it. But Vladimir Putin's not really that guy, right? Because apologizing in a time of war shows what? Weakness. Sure. Right. He doesn't want to show any weakness at all mm-hmm. in this conflict that he very well may not win. Now, you got the Democrats over here that are praying for a war, bro. Right. They want Vladimir Putin to start launching nukes. So, my same folks that I talk to say, hey, look, don't overlook the obvious. I know what you're saying. Zelensky may be responsible for this. Call it a false flag. Zelensky may be responsible for this because he needs the support. He knows he's losing. This is the easiest way to get NATO involved. They can't pass any more money through Congress. Well, they just did $30 billion. Well, yeah. But that's the whole point of why I think nothing happens and we, and we dragged this war out for another year. So now, before you knew that I talked to these people, I will give Dan credit. You said that, right? Yeah, there's no reason for them to stop this war because then the aid will stop. The money will stop. The faucet turns sure. off. Now, after I talk to these people, after you come up with this idea, after it comes out that Russia now does not, in fact, come out and say, look, we're sorry it was an accident. Russia comes out unequivocally and says, this wasn't us, bro. Mm -hmm. We didn't do this. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, get pissed, be mad. I didn't fuck your girl, (laughs) right? This is shit you're hearing from somebody else. Yeah. 
Yep. This wasn't us. I saw a picture of the piece of the top of the head of the missile. Let's let's figure out where it came from. Was it Stark Industries? Well, which I, which is you know, if you watch the Iron Man thing, it definitely means the industrial military complex. What happens if we find out it was Zelensky? You will never hear about it, and that's why I think that's no benefit to anybody that's involved in this thing to stop this war. So they're just going to brush it under the rug and leave it at that. Well, uh, we've got Patrick Mudge um, on the line. And Patrick has considerable experience uh, with this kind of thing. Okay. As a contractor, being in the military, working mm-hmm. with the teams. Uh, he understands, I think, a little better in the Biden administration Jesus. about how uh, how foreign relations actually work. Right? <laughs> Patrick, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Welcome right back. On, brother. So I know there's only so much. I know there's stuff you know, and there's, there's stuff you can talk about. Uh, but in a general sense, uh, what are your feelings on this thing? I mean, the general sense is, you know, there's in the world of disinformation today, you know, it's, it's number one going to be the infancy of many conspiracies and many issues. And the main reason with that is, you know, we know that Ukraine and Russia have had conflict now for going on quite some time. The issue with that is you've got defectors on both sides. You have allies of Ukraine and Russia, you have allies of Russia and Ukraine, U.S. will fund it with best efforts to stay out of it. You know, but we also know that Russia has come forward after this rocket strike. Initial intelligence reports were that a tractor had blown up in Poland. They actually didn't even know it was a rocket strike. So once the word had got out through the Polish Krom that a rocket had hit eastern Poland, then it was kind of all hands on deck. Once word got out from who? Krom is Polish Special Forces. Okay. So, there he you know, goes once, with his, his we, agencies again that yeah, we don't exactly. know nothing about. Listen, man, well, listen, listen, agency, listen you know, we, like, we, we got blue collar workers here, right? We got guys that are going to work at Ford right now. They're like, who? The grounds. Yeah. And you got guys that don't work at all. Hey. Hey. He's talking about you, Dan. <laughs> Continue. You, you're, on, you're, on, you're, on, you're on the clock here. Keep going. <laughs> you know, the, the main issue is going to be, you know, we all saw the news today. And that was that Russia, in, you know, adamantly denied the attack. Now, not that you know Putin is one to issue an apology if something went wrong, but I mean, you know, he's not claiming responsibility. This doesn't even look like an accident. And you know, there were there were assets in Poland close to that location of the strike, within fifty miles. So, you know, the question that now presents itself is: Well, if they adamantly deny the strike. Who's going to investigate? What jurisdiction body? Poland? You know, Ukraine? What body is going to verify? Does you know, NATO, the does NATO have an investigative from? body? You know, honestly, <laughs> they, they have an intelligence group that has investigations with partnerships, so to speak. They're not. So not they'd, they'd, probably, they'd probably let Poland do it then. More than likely, you know, yeah. throw it through Warsaw and let's see how it pans out. The issue that will arise, again, in the world of disinformation is, you know, how fast are folks to jump to conclusions? So let's say it is a Russian missile or rocket. Well, who put it there? If you look at the sign and say it's Russian, then it must be Russia. It's no different than looking at drones or anything else that crashed in Pakistan during OEF, OIF that were U.S. made. So, you know, weapons do change hands. Accidents do happen. Poor planning. Uh, let's not say accidents happen. 
poor people happen and mistakes then happen. But the whole situation is a mess, but Article 5 would protect Poland, and if so, ex facto, if Russia did strike Poland and it was intentional, then yes, the U.N. would have to step in and the U.S. is obligated. So you're saying it would be the same thing as if Israel had struck somebody using one of our weapons, and then people immediately say, well, it was the U.S. that struck them. When, well, in it, reality, it wouldn't be as covert, but yes. All right. But then what's the take? Do you look at the NATO and say, well, they fired a missile in there. They killed two farmers. Now we must take out the president of Russia. <laughs> is, that, is that how far it goes? <laughs> Jesus is this Christ. Like, I think is this like a pawn? Reach. Is this a pawn for the king or a pawn for the queen? What are we it, doing? I think it goes to the UN. And then once the UN makes the decision. <laughs> took out a tractor. Now we got to kill Putin. Shit. Like, that was easy. We should, <laughs> Fuck, why didn't we just do that? We should have false flagged this a lot earlier than this. It cost well, a lot less money. World War One started by the assassination of one man that is so, true mean, assassination of Fernandan. Yep. yep so um well all right so patrick mudge knowing what you know in the world knowing about your your experience one to ten how worried are you about this incident right now i'm not i, yeah. I think you're a zero politics will blow it up um, one through ten i'm going to say a four i was gonna give him a three I, I think that it's going to be a political pissing match for a while there'll be a lot of he said she said and quite frankly i think it's going to take a second act for anything to come of it and then him to put his chest out and go yeah i did it do something about it so right now putin may be yeah. sitting back there if putin launches missiles he's like bitch ain't nothing they can right. do and if he right? was worried about it you would have called him and it said the number you have dialed is in his secret bunker right <laughs> yeah, now. I mean, exactly. not talking to anybody and if you know where that's at you're good and if you don't then fuck you the number you There's have no called is on that. an airplane <laughs> heading yeah yeah, there's no question that Putin does not want a war with the U.S. I mean, the forces are struggling with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know, you're right, the, too, the though. Is there is no way that he, with China. there's no way that he could admit and issue an apology if it was him. Right. Because he's in the middle of a war and it, the absolute show wor- weakness. Right. The absolute worst thing he can do is show weakness right now. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. That didn't. He's not going to do that. But what you're saying makes sense. I mean, maybe it wasn't him. You know, in today's world, who knows? But, you know, the the narrative will be told to us as it should be, the way they want it to be believed. And, you know, that's what you will support. I guess as long as uh, no more Russian missiles hit Poland, we'll probably be all right then, huh? We don't even know. I mean, right now at this point, you know, they did say, the, the, the breaking news was Russia strikes Eastern Polish town. Right. So it's, it's, how do you know? No, that's it. The media said Russia did. How can, how can, yeah, they could, they could say a rocket has hit Poland. We have not determined what it came from. Patrick, the the media has determined it. Patrick, stop. You You can't speak out against state run media. You're going to get us banned again. Man, fuck! My phone will stop working in three seconds. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, real quick, when am I coming down for a? I'm going to get you recorded here. When am I coming down for a bonfire? Because I'm really excited about this. All you have to do, yeah. is answer the phone and say or I call, do. and I, I'll answer the phone. Wow. I do, <laughs> I do. You are on my always answer list now. 
<laughs> you are. He, Dan's he, not. He did. That? He did a video on Facebook where you did not answer him. But yeah, no. I said it's I, listen, still up. Listen, we're good. I understand. You probably do it again. My text the last week, Dan. I, yeah, <laughs> I was sleeping. No, for a week, bitch. For I was there days? with him. I figured Dan was like the new forty-year-old Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, seriously. Like he, Patrick literally came to me mm-hmm. on the balcony overlooking Gaylord where we were staying, and he's like is Dan all right? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Maybe he's dead. Shit. I, I don't know. He hasn't answered me either. Right. Dan was mad. We I think, I think he was salty. I think or he was sleeping. Salty. No, you weren't sleeping for a week, bitch. Yeah. It was just a picture of you two. And it said, where are you at, bitch? <laughs> like, what am I supposed you know, to say? You know, it's funny, Patrick. At home? So the last post I put up on, uh, on the pod bless page, remember when you were kneeling down in front of me? So me and Dan were talking. Oh, no, no, not like that. (laughs) Not like that. Kneeling down next to me. So Dan says, I said, are you still going to fight him? He goes, yeah, I'm going to fight him. He's shorter than you, bro. I'm like, okay. Did you show him the real picture? Uh, We didn't take a real picture. We only did the one. Yeah, we did. I have it. Oh, well, no, I didn't. You can send it to me now. Shit. I told him, I'm like, I'm like, I think he's like seven foot four. I don't know what he is. He's <laughs> three fifteen. <laughs> Shit, dude. All right. We will let you go. I know you're making dinner, man. I appreciate you being here though. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. I'll send that picture over now. All right, bro. I'll send it to him. Right. Cool. Bye. Bye. All right. Good insight. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's always that narrative. You know he's what? about the narrative. You know, the one thing he said that makes me feel okay about this is he's not in his bunker. one thing he said is i'm still at home no the one thing he said is it's going to take a second strike you know yeah this one everybody's willing to overlook as an accident if there's two i think nato has to do something nato can't allow a nato country to be attacked twice but this was posted four hours ago on twitter just in white house asked congress for 37.7 billion dollars for more ukraine aid well that was before that i mean because i got that I don't know. It was earlier this morning. Mm. That, and that's what I told you. 30 billion more dollars going over there. So Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a scary time to be alive, man. It is between what's happening in this country, between us allowing the Democrats to keep on with their bullshit that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You got Russia. That's, you know, apparently fucking with Poland, but we're never going to be able to prove it. I mean, this is scary times to live in, man, because if we attack Russia, if NATO attacks Russia, they don't have, there's not a big strategy there, right? Hmm. They're not taking NATO on. They're not taking us on. The only way they can do that is nuclear. That's the only way they can do it. They're not, listen, they're having trouble with Ukraine, Fucking Putin thought he was going to be done with this in three days. Not if, not if the whole plan all along was to milk us for money, for well, treasure. Yeah, maybe. You know, Rome got stretched too thin and had to pour out too much money, and all of a sudden they folded. Uh, you're a fucking... All right. Uh, so, anyway, we're going to get going here. Uh, I mean, good show. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I've always been the cheerleader, right? I'm always like, man, we can still do this. We can still win this. America's still the greatest. Get out and vote. And then this happens. And I'm like, I'm telling you, man, mm, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm defeated right now. I'm not going to be. I mean, as we get closer to 2024. Yeah, the conservatives still won. They didn't lose a majority. 
uh, they just got to take the air out of the balloon and slow walk everything. And, and, and yeah, but it was supposed to be this red wave mm-hmm. that completely shit on the Democrat policies. And, and it, it would it have been if not for the swing states. Well, it yeah. But either way, it didn't. <clears throat> right? It didn't, and it's given them credibility right now. And I'm just. You know, we've still got patriots out there, though. We got everyday patriots out there, like our last episode with Mark Engel, right? We've got everyday patriots out there that are trying to educate people on the Constitution, on what the government can and can't do. You can't take the government on until you know what they're allowed to do. Never once on this show have we advocated for militias to take the government on with arms. Never once. We are so far away from that. Mm-hmm. But where you take the government on is being educated about what the government can do. And if you don't know what the government is allowed to do, you can't take the government on. Christopher Ray was on the stand today, and one of the guys asked him, were there? Refused to answer. He goes, were there guys inside the Capitol in Trump gear before the doors were opened? I cannot answer. And he told him, I can answer it. And then the guy goes, the answer should be no. Right. If it was no, it would be no. So the answer is yes. It was yes. The FBI had people in Trump gear. Right. In the I, I mean, if I'm running these meetings, I'm like, uh, let the record state the answer was not no. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's give a shout out, man, real quick. Paul Engel, constitutionstudy.com. Go get educated on the Constitution. You have to know what the government can do or what they're not allowed to do. Because remember, the Constitution's only a restraining document, right? If it doesn't give the government explicit permission to do something, they can't do it. Daniel, anything else? Yeah, I did find out. Um, All right. So as always, you, we appreciate. When you when divers sit on a boat and grab their mask and fall backwards, do you know why they do that? Well, I've done that. We do it so our masks don't fly up. No, that's not why. That is why. But go ahead. Because... If they fall forward, they'll fall into the boat. You're such a dumbass. I swear to God. You know what? There are uh, literally every fucking week I find another reason to hate you more. (laughs) As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. It is unbelievable how fucking pissed off I am at you right now that I fell for that fucking stupid bullshit. Seriously, fall forward? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And you just fall back in the boat. and You're not scuba diving. <laughs> you're stupid. God, you're so stupid. You know what? I don't even know why there's a top hundo. I can't believe there's a hundred people that even want to be friends with you. <laughs>